Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 68. In this episode, we're going to be digging a little deeper into the all or nothing mentality and discussing some things that happened this weekend for Jacqueline in regards to recovering from that all or nothing mentality. So I know we've gone into a few different episodes talking about the all or nothing mindset, that black or white way of thinking, and kind of some tips, suggestions, things that I'm doing to find that middle ground. And as I go through my own recovery, my own journey, trying to overcome this mindset, I know how frustrating it can be when you struggle with this. It's something that's very difficult. And I know so many of us struggle with this thinking of if you make one little slip up, mess up thing that you feel like you quote unquote failed, then you just throw in the towel and you keep going because you think, what's the point? I already failed already. And that mindset is, I think, one of the most challenging things for me personally in dealing with my eating disorder or my relationship with food or my body is this kind of all or nothing mindset. And it's so difficult to overcome. But I think what I've said from the very beginning is being aware of it is the first step in changing these thoughts. And I think for me, I have this kind of mentality already where if I figure out, okay, I'm struggling with this and I'm aware of it, I just want to snap my fingers and have it go away because, okay, I've been dealing with this for so long. I didn't know I was doing this. Now I know I'm doing this and I don't want to do it anymore. And I want it to be an easy, quick fix of, okay, so let me just stop because I know I shouldn't be doing it. And that's not the case. And I think that this all or nothing mentality is one, especially the longer that you've been doing it, the harder that is to overcome and to break that mm -hmm. way of thinking. And it's something I talk with my therapist all the time about is for me personally, I'm a very logical thinker. So I know how damaging it is. I know how it doesn't have to be that way. I know finding the middle ground is key. I know how important it is to overcome this way of thinking because it's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Like I've used this analogy before. If you have one flat tire, that you're going to go pop the other three because you have one flat tire. So it makes sense in my mind. But what I struggle with is I can't seem to shake these feelings or these thoughts or when something happens immediately, my brain goes to this. And so it's been very difficult for me to have moments or times or situations where I know I don't want to be thinking this way. I'm working on overcoming this way of thinking and then something happens and my first initial thought is, okay, I failed, so I might as well keep going. And then when that thought happens, it's very frustrating because not only are you dealing with that, but you're dealing with the anger, the shame, the guilt, because you don't want to be feeling like this, but you are. And so I think that's kind of where I'm at is, yes, I'm aware of it. Yes, I'm working on it, but it doesn't make it stop. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because I get so many questions and messages about this topic specifically of this all or nothing and along the lines of that same binge and restrict where if you go to those extremes it often leads to then throwing in the towel or binging or saying okay I failed might as well keep going and so I think that's the area where I know I personally need to work on the most but that when I have little moments like I'm about to share with you happen to help us all figure out in those moments or when this happens, what we can do about it instead of just being there frustrated thinking, well, I don't want to be dealing with this and then throwing in the towel. 
I think that's one of the things like you we talked about before we decided to sit down and have this episode be about this. It, it is being able to share those victories when you're in that for yourself, helping yourself, but also sharing those victories and accomplishments to help our listeners. I think sometimes when it comes to, I talk about this a lot, like victories or small wins or non-scale victories, whatever we call them. We want them to happen when we want them to happen. We don't pick a time that we win. We can't pick a time that we feel like we failed. And I think that's the hardest part for someone like me, who I want to feel in control. And I want to say, okay, I'm going out to lunch, or it's going to be Halloween, or it's Christmas, or you take a specific thing, and you put so much pressure on, I don't want to fail, and I want to have a win at this exact moment. And again, it's kind of needing to let that go and let it happen. And I think that's what adds to this myself is I want to be the one to dictate, okay, today I'm going to have a win because I know today I'm going to deal with this and I don't want it to go badly and I'm going to win today. And when it doesn't, that's what adds to more of that all or nothing thinking. But in reality, we have to be aware and to stop and to really focus on what's going on so we actually can see the wins or the progress that we're making that is not necessarily planned or we thought would happen. And it's those moments that I think mean the most, more so than the ones we try to plan or control ourselves. No, exactly. And I don't think I could have said that better is like you just stated there. When those things just happen, that's when it has the most power or the most ability to stick. Right. Because I think those are the moments for me personally, I know recovery is possible. Overcoming this way of thinking is possible. Not the moments I feel like I can control. Not just the moments when I go to Disneyland or I travel and I plan out what I'm going to do, maybe how I'm going to handle those situations. If something challenging comes up, what I'm going to do. And I can plan out some of those things that are out of the normal and figure out, okay, if I'm struggling, what can I do and be prepared? But it's actually when you're just living life and something happens, how you're able to handle it, which I think really opens my eyes bigger to, even if it doesn't feel like it day to day, and even if I feel like I'm not making progress, I have thoughts of maybe I can't overcome this. It's those little day to day moments when you actually see progress that are gonna mean the most, that are gonna help you keep being able to move forward. And that's why I wanted to share, and I talked about this a little bit on my social media, but on Friday, we had, Kevin and I are teachers, we had a holiday celebration for Halloween modified for the preschool students and the families. And Friday was an extremely busy, chaotic, eventful, lot of energy from the children day And I didn't really eat. I didn't prioritize myself. I didn't prioritize my food. I didn't take time for me to actually take care of myself because it was such a crazy busy day. And before I knew it, I was grabbing a bag of M&Ms and eating M&Ms because I got to a point where I was starving. And then I felt extremely bad because I was eating the M&Ms. And I didn't plan on eating M&Ms. I didn't want to eat M&Ms. I wasn't hungry for M&Ms. I was just hungry. And immediately when I opened the bag and ate, no joke, the very first M&M, immediately my brain went to, okay, well, I failed. I'm just going to keep going the rest of the day and I'll try again tomorrow. And in my head, I immediately thought, okay, that means I don't have to work out because what's the point if I'm going to eat all this food? 
wondering what kind of junk food I can eat when I get home. What's at work right now that I could just stuff in my face because I'm so hungry and I've already had an M&M. So what's the point? I failed already. Might as well keep going and binge out and throw everything out the door because I've already failed. And it took one M&M for my brain to immediately go to the farthest end of extremes to that point. And then it immediately went to being mad at myself that my brain actually went to that point. And it was one of those situations like, I'm trying so hard to not think this way. Why am I still feeling like this? Why am I still struggling with this? Why immediately after I put one M&M in my mouth, does my brain go immediately to those extremes of, I'm gonna stuff my face, eat everything in sight, eat all the candy and all the, everything that's at this school and skip my workout? Why does my brain go exactly to that extreme end of the spectrum just because I ate one M&M because I feel like I failed? And so I was dealing with all of these emotions and being really angry at myself, not knowing what to do, not at that moment, I'm still at work, I still have a long day ahead of me, couldn't really decide what else was happening. I felt myself start to spiral. And so I had to take a step back. I removed myself from the classroom, took a little break and sat down with myself and was like, what's really going on? And I think that's where it comes in key of being aware when those thoughts happen and being able to take that moment and say, okay, I'm feeling like I need to go to these extremes. I feel like I need to then throw in the towel because I'm failing. I'm aware of it. So let me step out of this situation before I eat anything else, before I make any other decisions, before I do anything else. Let me take a step out and check in with myself and figure out what's going on. And the moment I was able to do that, I realized, you know what? I'm stressed, I'm tired, and I'm hungry. Three huge triggers for me of when I want to binge and turn to food. Then I also realized I haven't eaten all day. So that would add to why I'm hungry and why I grabbed a bag of M&Ms because I was starving. So once I was able to figure out those key things, Then I was like, okay, what can I do right now in this moment to help? And even though it was three o'clock in the afternoon, I decided, you know what? I'm going to eat my lunch. I warmed up my lunch. I had the lunch I planned. I had the snacks I planned. I sat down and gave myself that permission or that time to eat. And I felt much better. My brain felt better. That urge of completely going the other opposite end of the direction and binging felt better. I didn't feel guilty about eating the M&Ms. I was able to kind of refocus and reshift that mindset to know, you know what? I ate a bag of M&Ms, a mini bag of M&Ms, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I think there's two big keys to getting to that point. And I think you've touched on both of them and mentioned both of them before you got into this exact story. I think the first one is that you mentioned is that you are aware that you think like this, you feel this way, you believe that this goes on, you know this goes on. And the other one is stepping back and asking yourself, why do I want to act like this? Or why do I want to behave in this way? And when you were able to do both of those things, you're able to stop that behavior. And I think that's such a huge, huge key is being able to be self-aware, to know that, A, I think like this, but why am I thinking like this in that moment? That's a lot of work that you've done to be able to get to this time and this space to be able 
to act that way and pull yourself out of that impulsive, all or nothing, dominating trait and mentality. Right. And I think what, like I mentioned at the very beginning, when I first realized that this is the mentality I have, this is something I struggle with, I wanted to snap my fingers and immediately not deal with this anymore. But there's steps and ways to get to a place where you might not have to deal with it as severely as you are right now if you are someone who struggles with this mentality too. And I've talked to my therapist about this and she said it's kind of like stages. You have to go through these stages of unlearning and relearning different tactics or tricks or things that actually help you because we can't always prevent when this happens. We can't prevent when our brain is just going to decide to go to those extremes and to go to the opposites and want to throw in the towel because we think we failed. We can't prevent those thoughts, but we have to get to a place of being like, okay, I can't prevent when this thought or this thing happens, but what can I do then to control it, to do the, to make the decisions that I feel are going to make me feel good? And so it took a lot of time, like Kevin said, for me to get to this place and just because sometimes if you're aware of it and maybe you act on it, maybe if I continued eating a whole bag of candy and did skip my workout and drove through McDonald's on my way home and continued a binge, that still doesn't mean I failed because you still took that step to be aware of it. Exactly. And it's not going to change or happen overnight. But the more you just keep being aware and like my therapist says, think of how you felt after. After you had that big binge, how do you feel after? It's not that any of those choices or decisions or actions you took were bad, but how does it make you feel and did it fix what was actually going on? And so I knew in that moment, I couldn't go home and relax and take a nap. I was at work. We had our Halloween celebration. But in that moment, I knew what I could do is to feed myself, fuel myself, take a moment, step back drink some water and really figure out what was going on with me. And it didn't make the thought go away of, oh, okay, now I want to keep binging. But I was able to figure out that's not going to make me feel better. So yeah, that thought is still there, but I'm not going to act on it. And I'm going to do X, Y, and Z instead, because I know that's what's going to help me feel better. And I think that's where those little moments and little wins and little victories help. Because I was definitely in a place where... I've started to somewhat doubt, again, can I fully recover from my eating disorder? I know I'm making progress, but I started doubting, is this really something that's possible? And I've shared this a lot. I've talked about this a lot. And I feel like this is a normal thought for a lot of people who struggle with disordered relationships with food, with their body, with themselves. Can I really overcome and accomplish this goal that I have for myself? Because it is so hard. And I think these are the small moments that aren't planned, that come out of nowhere, that you weren't expecting to happen, and you're able to take just a small victory away from it that continues to show that, yes, it is possible. And these are the moments, as small as it may seem, of eating one M&M made me spiral, but I didn't spiral and kept going, even though it might not seem like a big deal. These are the big deals and the big moments that we have to hold on to and cherish, especially during those times we're struggling. Because we know we can do it. We know we're strong enough to overcome it. Well, I think that's exactly it. That those moments when you feel like you're down and out and you don't know when is this next victory going to happen, that's when they happen for you. And they give you that confidence and that courage and that kind of reassurance that what you're doing is actually working. Right. And when you can take those victories and you can stack them on top of each other, maybe a few in a row, 
that's where you go to make progress, and that's where you make that victory. And that's not to say that it's going to automatically, you're going to be able to stack a bunch of victories in a row because you have one. Right. It might be one victory, and then you have a few f- steps backwards where like, okay, I need to really reevaluate what I'm doing. Is it really working? And then you reapply yourself in those moments, and then it's able to have another victory again. It's not going to come easy for you where automatically you think and feel this way, and it just automatically takes over. It's the practicing it time and time again and putting yourself in those situations to have that success. That's where you build that character. That's where you build that success. That's where you build that recovery. And I think that's what's hard for me. It's because once I have one win where I don't give in to that binge eating or that all or nothing mentality, I feel like, okay, I'm quote unquote recovered and I'm not going to struggle with this anymore. See, I had this moment where I didn't do it. Everything should be all better. And then you keep going through life. And the next time this happens, maybe I do give in and I start eating more. I'm not able to pull myself out of it. And I definitely go to extremes. I feel like then that's like, well, wait a minute. I already won. I already had that victory. Why is this happening again? But we have to remember, like I've stated in the beginning, to really unlearn some of these behaviors or patterns or thoughts that we've had for so long. It's going to take a long time. And that's why it's so important to really, when it happens, to be aware and to really figure out, okay, in this moment, what do I really need? What's actually going on? And what can I do to help myself in this moment? And sometimes, you know what? Eating a whole bag of candy might be what you need because that's what you're craving. That's what you want. And there's nothing wrong with it. And then you just keep moving forward. But it's figuring out when each of those moments happen, what do you need that's going to help you feel better? And like my therapist tells me, think about the last time this happened, what you did and how you felt by those choices and the decisions that you made. Was it a helpful choice or was it a choice that made you feel worse? And it's all these little moments that are going to help you to keep moving forward, whether you feel like they're good or bad. I think that there's a big difference there too. And each time that this happens, the circumstances are always going to be different. Your sleep patterns, your what's going on at work, what's going on with home, what's going on with... All of those situations could be different each and every time this happens, and that also plays a role in how you react and respond to the situation in front of you. Absolutely. And so, one time it might be easy for you to say, okay, no, I'm only going to have these few M&Ms and I'm going to move on and can I'm going to pull myself out of this. I'm going to eat my lunch and the rest of the day is going to go great. Those situations, under the next set of circumstances, that might not happen. That might not be the perfect scenario for you to pull yourself out. So, it's using those each time it happens as a learning experience and looking at those circumstances and pulling apart those exact circumstances to say, okay, I felt X, Y, and Z, and it caused me to do A, B, and C. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that every time X, Y, and Z happens that your reaction is going to be A, B, and C. It's pulling all of those together and and creating and learning from each of those times it happens. And that's why I've fallen a little bit off of this, but I really want to make sure I do it better or more of it. But journaling helps me so much. And in the moment that you feel this way of thinking, if you have your journal with you, even if it's a piece of paper, date it and write down exactly what's going on. And then at the end of the day, whatever you decided to do, whether you feel like it was a good choice, bad choice, wrong choice, amazing choice, however it is, 
write down what you did and how it made you feel. So the next time this happens, if you're really struggling, you're like, I don't remember, and you start panicking because I get that. I get in that sense of I can't always pull myself to calm myself down to take a step back and figure out, okay, what do I want to do? Because I feel like I'm spiraling at that moment and I start to kind of panic. Hopefully then you can look back and say, okay, this happened before. What did I do in that moment last time? Okay, I I remember I called my mom. I went for a walk. I put a workout on. I actually binged and then I felt like this after. That's going to help you to be able to say, okay, what can I do now that's going to help me feel good? Right. And I think the biggest challenge there too is writing down as in as much detail as possible the exact circumstances and your exact response. I feel like exactly how you're feeling because then you can say, you know what? Last time this happened, I was lacking sleep. I was about to get my period. I got in a fight with my mom. I was late for work. All these things, which added to your triggers of stress, being tired, overwhelmed, whatever your own triggers are. And you can say, you know what? I see a pattern here where every time I'm stressed or every time I get in an argument or every time I hold my feelings in or I don't confront someone and there's a confrontation, X, Y, and Z happens, it's then easier to say, you know what, this is kind of my pattern. This is kind of what happens when I get stressed is I go to those extremes and I want to binge or it triggers that all or nothing mentality. Then you can figure out what you can do instead in those moments that are actually going to help besides turning to food. Sometimes those thoughts of going to the extremes, we can't stop those, but we can control our actions and what we choose to do. So when those thoughts come, you can say, you know what, last time I was tired or stressed or this happened, these are patterns or these are things that happen. This is what helped. Let me try this to maybe help pull myself out of this to get me through this situation. So I think that's where it's so important for me to continue to share some of these things that I go through because Kevin and I are not experts. We're not therapists. I'm not an eating disorder specialist. I just want to share what I'm going through because I want you to know if you struggle with this, that you're not alone. And I'm right there with you trying to do the best I can every single day, trying my best to kind of just live my best life possible. And it's hard and it's frustrating and it's scary and it's confusing and it's amazing and it's full of so many ups and downs. And when we have little bumps in the road, where we have something that happens like this, where the M&M's triggered for me to go all the way in the opposite direction, whether I gave in or not. And like this time, I was able to pull myself out of it and continue. And I had a great day. It's so important to share and talk through both of those. So hopefully it helps you be able to share and talk through and what you're going through with yourself So you can continue to keep going on your own journey as well and know that you're not alone. Right. And I think like I mentioned before is it's it's reaffirming it for yourself as well, Mm -hmm. that what you're doing is working, what you're doing is the right thing and what you're doing can be helpful for other people. If it's helpful for me, I can share what's helping me and it might help somebody else. Right. And that's why I'm going to continue talking about this. I'm going to be continuing to share wins, little bits of information times I fall down, times I have victories, whatever it is, because this is a journey. And if my journey or my experiences can help anyone, even if it's one of you listening, if it can help you in any way, then that's the goal. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So I hope you found me sharing about this little win for myself helpful. 
little tips of suggestions of writing everything down, taking a step back from the moment and remembering you can't always control the situation or what's going to happen no matter how much we want to or we try to. Sometimes these thoughts are just going to come into our head that we have no control over, but we can control what we choose to do in the moment. And it's not failure if you feel like you messed up, you ate something you didn't want to, you gave in, you went to the extremes, take it all as a learning experience, write it all down so you can use all of this to help you to keep moving forward. So with that, I think we'd like to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to our conversation here today. There's one way you can help us out. That's to recommend our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value from our conversation. Another way you can help us is taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. There's one last thing to remember. It's It's never never too late late to fly. fly.